Hey there. Welcome to N9K, your podcast from the future. This is episode 134. I am Josh Tyson. Tyson. He is Mark Brush. Mark Peacock Brush. Okay, he's having a good time over there. N9K, N9000, Natch 9000, Natch, Natch Cast. All those things and so much more. Natural living. Food news eventually from the future. From the future. Hashtag. <laughs> it's two weeks in a row I stumbled on the word hash. hashtag. Well, I stumbled on my own name. Okay. So we're even. I'm excited. I'm messing with my microphone. So many Instagram stories already in the bag. That's how you know a show's underway. Yep. Behind the scenes. True fans. Oh. LaCroix. I got one of those. This is a terrible choice for podcasting. Not really. I've been watching sometimes video of the Nine Club. Let me guess. Skateboarding. It's a good one. Didn't I tell you to listen to the Spike Jones episode? Probably. That guy knows all about the future. This is a hard position to drink in. It is. It's difficult. But they, <laughs> it's, it's they, have, right they often have a LaCroix and a beer side by side while recording. Whoa. That's, so that's like, and I, I don't ever hear them belch. Come to think of it, I don't know how they do that. Maybe they edit it out. Maybe they have like a little kill switch. Yeah. They need that. Like little belch, little belch shush button. the mic when it's time to... Burp button. Boop. Mute. That'd be handy. We need a soundboard. <laughs> because I, I found my old mini disc player you know and I was struggling looking for ways to do a direct line in. Well, let's figure that out for a patrons only bonus show. Well, I mean, I figured out the solution that the... Oh. The, the bridge, the bridge, the stopgap. Still can't do direct line. I'm fifty-fifty on the <clears throat> soundboard because I don't. I think you'd go crazy with it. I think I'd be you just be, fine. You'd be up. <laughs> Jesus, man, you're the one who go crazy. I'm, I'm you're crazy here. about the sound. I'm laying down talking. Well, now you're nice and calm. Oh, Jesus! Moments ago. All right. Show almost didn't happen because you couldn't hear yourself loud, <laughs> loudly enough. <laughs> Would have been a problem. Actually, not. Maybe I should just go. Sans headphones. That'd make my life easier. Like a true celebrity. Like I'm, nah. I'm down with that. Like TJ with the hair. All right. I don't know why we're wasting time. I don't know. Talking either. about headphones and when the in the face awaits. there is uh, oh. some big news out of the NFL. Hell yeah, there is. I'm going to read here from Albert Breer's Twitter feed. Please. Albert's the best. Go to for all my NFL news. New NFL policy will require players on the field for the anthem to show the anthem and the flag, quote, appropriate respect. Mm. Teams, not players, can be fined for not adhering, will allow players to stay in locker room for the anthem, teams to set their own rules of contact or under uh, conduct detrimental. What? I'm looking something up. Blake Schuster. Why you stumble through reading that tweet? <laughs> Blake Schuster retorts, going to be pretty hilarious when the players come up with a new way to protest injustice after all the time and money the NFL has put into the anthem issue. And I mean, this show is so far into the future. You probably didn't see this yet, Mark. Whoops, I'm here. Yep. But President Trump already stuck his foot in his mouth over this. What did he this. do? Well, he, no, no, Pence did. Well, Trump did earlier today, too. He, he was saying that he likes this move and that they should, if they don't want to stand for the national anthem they shouldn't play the game or be on the field and then he said maybe they shouldn't even be in the country <laughs> so he now wants to deport dissidents oh my God. 
<sighs> yeah. No filter. Executive order. I want half the NFL shipped to Guatemala. Something else, that guy. Uh, you know what was funny to me? Tell me. Whoa. Oh, on I bumped my mic. On the same day that this little policy dropped, the NBA sort of issued their unequivocal support for Sterling Brown, the Bucks guy who got tasered. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like night and day, these two leagues. It is. It's weird. I am not a fan of this policy. I think it's horseshit. It is horseshit. And you know what? Did you read the second tweet? I wasn't paying attention. Do you want me to read it again? What's my... The second one going to be pretty hilarious when when uh, when players figure out. Did you read that from Blake Schuster? I did, man. You okay, were I wasn't around your, looking for some video. <laughs> yeah, it's so super easy to. Well, one was at the. I think it was the Jets where the co- the owner was like, you know what? I'm going to pay the fines. Do what you want. Yeah, I like that competitive advantage right there. Mm-hmm. Differentiate yourself. You'll attract all of the free thinkers in the NFL to your team. <laughs> Well, the owner of the 49ers uh, didn't vote on this issue. Uh, I don't think. I think he sat it out. He sat in the locker room. Colin Kaepernick on the sidelines. But uh, his case is building. His collusion case builds. Let's collude everybody. Uh, I was listening to Mike Evans and Mark Schlereth on 104.3 The Fan this morning, and they were talking about how if if his case sticks. Is that why you got your Nuggets jersey on? That all the players Sporty Josh. will then be in a position to, uh, I think the collective bargaining agreement that exists now will be void. Is this an episode of In the Face? And the players could walk out right in, right in time for the playoffs if they wanted to. They could threaten not to play the playoffs in order to get their demands met. Because Ooh, they're, that's smart. Yeah. See, yeah, now like when it. I get to the end, you're like, oh yeah, I should have been listening. No, I, I, I meant to. There's so many ways around. I, what I'm excited about is all the ways that we can sort of be creative and, and run this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're already wondering, like, well, what if we stand and link arms? And the owner's like, oh, I think that's disrespectful. These guys can go fuck these old white dudes, man. What if you stand on one leg? <laughs> like Just a stork. raise a knee. And, and preen. Oh, yeah. You could do like a crane kick stance. But, yeah, do like a Ralph Macchio Cobra Kai crane kick stance, but then like put one of your wings over your heart like you're paying attention or whatever mm-hmm. because the language is vague it. right you have to show appropriate respect Shipping what does that, that even mean it's so sad all these people why Super are they they're just, they're just going in and pushing people away just open your arms and let them uh. yeah all right uh, uh fail nfl policy fail thumbs down not future that's not the future i don't think that's the that future. is a distant past that we should be yeah done with you're right about that yeah good job josh now this have you seen this i found the trump apocalypse beard to go with my own apocalypse beard you know this guy is i don't parscal parscali whatever he's the digital he's running the campaign the next re-election campaign and he was the ace in the hole for the last one he's the digital guy oh okay and look at him he's got a big old hipster beard he's like chances with wolves he could be the third member the third dj that's the secret weapon to the sauce. Look at that beard. He's going to crack the code. He's the digital guy. I, I'm not aware of him being linked to fraudulent digital activity, but just like using Facebook and all that shit. To, you know. Are you saying that he is a social media maven? He's a targeter. Actually, he's probably a, actually a maverick. 
I think his behavior qualifies as maverick behavior. Uh, data drives strategy. I influence people to act. He's also getting uber rich off this for sure, right? I would think so. Just just typical Trump thing. He's not just going to do the Trump campaign. He's going to pick up a bunch of clients like the United Arab Emirates need a social media strategy <laughs> to influence our oil pipelines. That may not work. Yeah, look at him. He's intense. Very modern. Guess what happens, though? And yet still very antiquated, probably up in the noggin. What? We all die. We do all. And what? he might be sad when he dies. Because of what he's doing? Perhaps. Yeah, Maybe all... not. Maybe he'll be doing high fives with himself. Where are you going with this? Nowhere. All right. I'm just, saying, like, I'll I just found chart, Trump's chart all these, I'll chart all these successes, get all these big clients. No. What's it worth in the end? Exactly. I'm with you okay. now. Okay. Now I'm, see? <laughs> Sorry. I'm so far in the future that it sometimes takes catch you up. a few seconds to catch Misguided up. Misguided ambition. Yeah. Or, we're all, well, from, we're all stardust and snowflake. From when you're laying, it's misguided ambition. Maybe he and his mother think it's right-minded. Oh, they do. Guaranteed. Ambition. But yet they are misguided. Isn't that the problem? Possibly. That we know better than them? I thought you were going to open your arms. Well, I would, but they won't come into my warm embrace. No, they probably won't. <laughs> It's like they'll take a shit on my doorstep and like run away yelling and high-fiving each other. Uh, Brad, I don't know how to say it. Parscale? Parscale. I would give him some flair like a Brad Parscale, but I'm sure he's not into that. Well, that would be a good reason to do it then. Yeah, Brad Parscale. Parscale. Keep your eyes on a Brad Parscale. I'm wondering if he ever gets connected to the nefarious activities happening online. Don't you think you'd have to know? If you're running the whole Facebook campaign and then it's like, oh, we had this huge bump over here with some weird Ukrainian accounts, he must know. Maybe he just thought... Why isn't Mueller talking to Parscale? Maybe he, maybe his strategy was separate from all that. Yeah, probably You know, was. he's tracking his own internal numbers. I don't want to disparage him. Well, you just kind of did. Nope. I said I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. All right. I wonder. You're afraid of this guy. He, he's already right now. He's listening to this right now, and he's targeted me. Probably. Fuck. I think he can tell. Well, let's make that, him laugh. You know, you're pretty much inert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much inert? I mean, in this regard. Oh, you don't pose a threat. <laughs> no, I don't pose much of a threat. <sighs> um, that is not to say that you were inert in all forms. Inert was the word I used last week when I meant to say erect. Those things are quite the opposite. I know. I was, I was having a moment. Try to sip some more of this drink from this weird angle. <laughs> Are you erect now? I am not erect. No. Okay. More inert. Mm. Ah, that is some me. good sounds. That does remind me of uh, the last episode of 13 Reasons Why I saw. Oh, poor guy. Finally got his dick working, though. What? Yeah, you're missing out. No, I'm not. <laughs> it's a terrible show. I can guarantee you I'm not. <laughs> it's, it, it, is, it is the most captivating binge requiring show I've ever seen where nothing really happens. And why are you watching it? I'm drawn to it for some reason. Hmm. And like I also want to know the what flame. the kids are thinking these days. Because this shit is real. You don't know if the kids are watching the show. You know who's watching oh, the yeah. show is all the like freaked out parents who felt like they needed Maybe. to watch it when the first season came out and then they got hooked on the stupid story and now they're watching the second you, season. You might be right. And their kids are laughing at them. Well, they watched the first season. No. Nah, but didn't. maybe not the second. I don't know. I think they do. I don't think so. It was all parents. A couple kids. A couple kids got 
pulled into the fray and then there's hundreds and thousands of hundreds, ripped from the headlines Whoa. pretty much the storyline is season one well not fully thank god but happening over at east abuse administration failures and dealing mm. with it mm-hmm. All right. bullying social media you're making it local i'm bringing it hyper local yep yep the future is everywhere the future is wherever david bronner says it is because oh, yeah. this guy oozes cosmic energy. He's, yeah. Did you see the little video of him? No. Well, oh, wait, where he was the, doing that thing? The yeah. GIF? GIF? Yeah, a little GIF of him that, displaying like a new book. Well, I entered us in this contest. He is so excited about Michael Pollan's new book on psychedelic drugs Yeah. that he bought a thousand of them. Wow. Think about that. He probably got a wholesale discount. Yeah, but that's still, what, 15 bucks a book? Ten bucks a book. Hey, he feels ten grand. He's, he's giving them away. I entered us in. Maybe we'll get the book. Hey, that'd and if be we cool. do, book club. Oh, but then we only have one. We'll share it. We could buy a second. <laughs> we could buy a second. I think we got to read this book. It's a mind. Here we go. Let me read you. Well, from... What do we know about Michael Pollan? Consummate reporter. Checks his sources. <laughs> so insightful. Checks his sources. <laughs> For I mean, this he's one, the real deal. He's oh, he's totally the real deal. And for this one, he drove he dove by in. the numbers. Everybody's so excited, like oh, Michael Pollan took psychedelic drugs, and he's as a reporter, he did. Yeah, the counter- I would love to see his reporter's notebook from, from this journey. <laughs> you guys could compare probably all sorts of like you know he's taking copious notes and then he's just like drawing mushrooms and yeah. yin yangs and shit. We are living through a great cultural inflection point related to psychedelics and their integration into American and global culture. These powerful medicines have historically been used in diverse cultures to treat maladies of body, mind, and soul and hold great promise to elucidate and cure depression, anxiety, addiction, PTSD, and other modern psychiatric disorders. But their history in America is convoluted and bound up in the hysteria of the culture wars of the 1960s when the moral panic that ensued shut down the incredibly promising and widespread research of the preceding decade. You get it. I'm sorry I wasn't listening. He's super excited about you, this you book. You know what? Uh, I, here's why I'm having, I'm having, point. having trouble giving you a super fresh reaction because we already talked about this at dinner the other night. We did? Oh, we did. Yeah. This book or the notion of psych? We're talking yeah, about Yeah, we talked about this book. <laughs> I think you might have even paraphrased that quote while we were sipping dessert wine. <laughs> Well, I would ask you to, to dive into that conversation, but there are dark secrets and, and shadowy corners of it's not Josh's that. own psyche There's that a we don't story want to, to tell. just yet. There's a story to tell, but that story cannot be shoehorned into episode 134. It's its own episode. Patrons Probably only. a patrons only thing. Oh, man. You, we gotta, should we make but a push for patrons? We should. quite a tale. I like your thinking. It, <laughs> it's quite a tale, what I've heard of it. Oh, I think you've heard the whole thing several times. Oh, there's new details here and there. I wonder if we could get the other people who were there to give their them? to give their oh. account, so it'd have kind of a Rashomon feel. Rashomon, Rashomon, Rashomon feel. Good try. Should we tease it up with? Let's just drop three words. I'm going to drop guns, fire, naked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's too much. Those maybe three I've things said have too a place much. in the story. Yeah. It's a big deal. This book. It's getting. It's. It's. Uh, it's. It's making a. It's. It's. It's, it's, it's having waves. an impact. 
Michael Pollan, the idea of this guy, this very smart, cerebral, polished, liberal thinker doing these drugs. But a, a pragmatist and at core. Pragmatist at core and doing them with an open mind, understanding therapeutic benefit, or as David Bronner would say, uh, Pollan chronicles their story in the diverse kinds of characters. Uh, no, the, the betterment of well people. Wow. That's the silver lining of these drugs for the betterment of well people. These treatments have been around for a long time. Well, of though. course they have. Back in the 1950s, I think Cary Grant and a couple other actors were like really into this type of therapy. Like they would go in and tr- do like guided trips. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. And then once like Timothy Leave Leary happened you. and it went uh, countercultural, that's when everyone else kind of recoiled. Well, that this book, I think, would tell you why it sort of got buried I think Wait. I just told you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm excited to read this book. I would like to read this book. I'm going to read this book. I would like to re-win it from David Bronner. You know, making some sort of like pitch on this show, I don't think it's <laughs> going to increase help. your odds of winning nope, the book. it's not, but that's okay. But you did a nice hey, job. Hey, people, go enter. I think the window's still open. You what gotta, did, Do you just enter your name you or do you have to up, like you sign up send for, Crazy Fox a haiku? <laughs> you have to make him a t-shirt. They... So they are big supporters of MAPS, which stands for, I can tell you because I know. Mood-altering psychoactive substances. The MAPS, the uh, Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. So they're doing clinical research into these therapeutic effect of these drugs for mood disorders, etc. All you really need to do is read Cary Grant's diary. You sign up for, uh, it's a joint newsletter, them and MAPS. You're in the... Lottery. That's a nice pitch. That is, you you know what? That is the exact kind of social media mavenry that I would engage in at UX Magazine. And that is, that's inducing. I gave away so many books, Mark. Oh. Put together so many book contests. Maybe we should give away books. And it's nice to see that the, the, the end game remains the same. You want emails for your newsletter list. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Should we keep doing our newsletter? I haven't done that in a while. I miss it. You do? Sure. We need to do something with it. That's how we knew Dave Carney sometimes thought of us. Oh, yeah. He'd, well, op- he'd open the newsletter. We'll kick it out. I'll kick one out. And just... I thought we were going to like kick out more. Instead of like show notes, it would be sort of like a dispatch from the future. Where Ooh. you would... Oh, yeah. Where you could talk about some of the really hot emerging trends in the natural products industry. And then I can share uh, my favorite skate video of the week. But videos don't work in newsletters. Ooh, links do. Oh, God. You do a screen grab. <laughs> How and is it, that future? And it links. You have to send me future skate videos. Are you sure? I think you can embed a YouTube in a no. MailChimp. Cl- no, you can like, well, but it won't play in the thing. You got to, it kicks you out. Heaven forbid you get kicked out. Skate video. <laughs> Why don't you come up with some, uh, well, we could do this off air. <laughs> Yeah, no one wants to no more giggling. <clears throat> I'm trying to de-giggle myself in one of these shows. Ease and cheese. Middle class people are taking MDMA wrapped in cheese in a new trend called breeing. Breeing. So, after being given a gram of MDMA by your daughter, is that a lot? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I've never done MDMA. Really? Don't act so surprised. Shocker. <laughs> The love drug? I'm not fucking Hunter Thompson or something, man. Not anymore. A couple IPAs. 
So after being given a gram of MDMA by her daughter and strict instructions to swallow rather than snort it from her son, hmm, she and her friends wrapped the substance in pieces of brie and ate it. Nothing much happened for 40 minutes. Then the colors in the rug seemed to be more vivid. And before I knew it, I was in in an in-depth conversation about my fantasy sex life with an old friend. A year later, the woman said she had been invited to several breeing parties. She reckons it has taken off because it is such a middle-class way to take drugs. It is. But, I mean, you can buy fancy edibles, too. You you could eat some marijuana. Well, why not eat this? Like Mark Brush at a fish show. Hey! Oh. It happened. Tit for tat, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Dark place, dark place. Slave to the traffic light. Is there something you want to say about this? Have you seen the video of the hey, grandmothers man. smoking it, weed I'm and playing ca- cards against humanity? This is news from the future. Is it that people are eating MDMA and brie? The infiltration of mind-altering drugs into middle-class life. Michael Pollan, brie. And I think edible, and you know what? edible marijuana has... Well, it's already there. Legalized marijuana, I think, has well, helped people... We're expanding beyond that. Yeah, they're like, well, I mean, I like totally. eating that brownie. Maybe I want to try some of this MDMA the kiddos are doing. I bet they do. I'm going to wrap it in brie. What I've heard about those drugs is like you're super positive and everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great and great. And then it gets real dark when you come down. Yeah. I thought and you got to you gotta weather the dark. Then you get back to normal. Yep. A couple, <laughs> couple key bumps. Yeah. A couple, uh, couple shots of liquid pure caffeine. Did I send you that? You did. Jesus. A cautionary tale. Did you notice? Did you, did you read it? Was like this comes on the heels of us having banned powdered, unadulterated caffeine, which Josh likes to snort up his nose when he's launching a salon. <laughs> a, hard, a small amount. I mean, come on. It was like a two-day period. Uh-huh. Got a lot done because okay, of that powdered caffeine. Yeah. Uh, is that it? Oh god. <laughs> All right, one more bit of news here. This this is flowing, huh? Should we should we linger somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't put linger in the notes anywhere. I, oh, I would say that I I per that conversation hmm. you were talking over me as I said it, but I would encourage you to look up the video. It's like I think three grandmas or four. Oh yeah, tell me that or aunts. I don't know, older ladies, and I don't think they've done weed before, and they're doing like bong hits and hitting the vapes and stuff, and they're playing Cards Against Humanity. Is this a BuzzFeed thing? I don't know. Grandma. It sure is fun, though. What should I Google? Grandma. I didn't mean you had to do it now. That was more like, hey, in your own time. (laughs) Next time you take a shit. There it is. Something for you to watch. Grandmas play cards against humanity. I think that's it. Let's say something about weed. Mm. Because it's funny. They keep giving them different apparatus. And one of them gets a vape and thinks it looks like a dildo. Hilarity ensues. That totally sounds like a BuzzFeed thing. Futuristic content. Is it? No. Have you, do you look like this weird kind of editorializing that you see on BuzzFeed where it's like people, oh. it's sort of a reacts. It's like a reacts in a, in a sort of like screed with like bits of social media and things in it. You know what I'm talking about? But it's a video. No, it's like an article that you'd read, but it's someone being like, oh my God, I can't believe someone looks like someone else. And then mm. it's just them having this sloppy, weird reaction to something in pop culture and then using a lot of slang. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. And it's like the worst kind of shit yep. I've ever seen. Hey, 
It's working online. I don't believe in that kind of content. Good. It's important to stand for something. I believe in quality content. Good. With optimized sound. Mm. And occasionally some accompanying stories on the Instagram. What's this? This looks like some sort of milk toast food news story. Yeah, why don't you do that one? Ugh. <laughs> I want to see I want to see what bells this rings for you. The USDA issued a preliminary notice Friday that kills a proposed organic checkoff program that Mark would like to film for an Instagram story. That would have also raised money to fund research and marketing for um, organic food products. I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to use that one. Okay. The Agricultural Marketing Service cited, quote, uncertain industry support for and unresolved issues with the proposed programmy as its rationale for this decision. The proposed checkoff program had been controversial in the organic food industry. Yeah, I remember that checkoff program. You were talking about it in the past. Are you telling me it's the future now? That was not that good. It's hard to, hard to do a show with you while you're Instagram. I'm telling you, there's an update. Do you remember where we first started talking about this whole checkoff thing? Episode 83. What are we shorthanded as? Got organic. Oh, kind of like the got because milk? Because it, it was a follow-on to a Alex Boguski presentation way back in the day at Expo West. You love Expo. Love Anaheim. Who doesn't love Expo West? Who doesn't, Who doesn't love Alex Boguski? Who? Poor guy. Doesn't love okay. baby carrots. Did you see that uh, Instagram post? Did he take a spill on his bike? I think he got like a pretty wicked concussion. Yeah. He was like slurring his speech. Oh my God. I think he's better. I hope so. I, I'm, I'm afraid he's going to get right back on his bike. The guy's timeless. I, Ageless. It's, it's weird. I mean, I don't know him that well or his extreme sporting activities, but he seems to be really be going for it in his 40s. Fifties. Uh, he's in his fifties. Oh yeah, and he's doing all these like super aggressive mountain biking things. And... Well, he used. I think back in his twenties, he was like a BMX racer. Oh okay. And then would... from that, he got in. Adver- well, then he became the advertising guru, and now that he's retired, can, af- can afford more life of leisure, he does some investment, and then he like surf, ski, bike. But the biking has gotten into some aggressive like get all geared up and yeah shoot down hills. I don't know. Uh, Godspeed, Alex Boguski. It appears that your idea for God Organic has demised. Uh, it's, it's no longer around. It doesn't but seem like it's going to happen. The upshot, the God Years Milk of, campaign is not around either. But not, not just his it still idea. gets reference. People still like oh, do totally. God Milk puns. Well, that was why he thought of it, because it was such an impactful thing. Like, we need to get this kind of mojo around organic. Mm-hmm. Other people got involved. It became contentious. What, yeah, I think once you got to you the weeds... Can explain for the people what the program is? Because all we're doing is talking in vagaries right now. That's kind of a problem. So the concept is this. Every producer... Milk sales were in the toilet. People weren't buying milk. People all the California producers said, I'm going to put in... a. You know, I sell my milk. I'll take a penny out of every sale, put it into this fund... That turned into $20 million, and out of that, we're going to do some research into milk, and we're going to come up with a big old national marketing campaign, Got Milk. They hired a Boguski type, came up with Got Milk, sales rebounded. Wait, they came up with, this is the story of Got Milk? Yeah. That's the story of Got Milk. And that's the story of this checkoff program? And then they did it with the incredible edible egg, pork, oh, the other white meat. So you, Oh, I see. I get, could okay. you do that with organic? Could you get organic producers to cough up a penny of something? They all put in a little bit. 
but then it became the, so when it got into the weeds of how because it's not a single commodity it's this just approach to lots of different foods and right and you got to get everyone in on it or like there was the all, majority like how's that that was work? the contention and do the people who don't Some chip in su- just get a free ride on the this is got the organic got train? so contentious Josh you're thinking like a strategist look in at the me unpacking industry. this shit they it's possible a, I unpacked this before if they, episode yeah. three Jesus <laughs> oh, they had um. Yeah, they had like limits, like your farm has to produce this much and then so that you don't have to, you don't get dinged if you don't make enough money. But then you didn't get to vote if you were small on what the campaigns were going to be and how you're going to spend the funds. Well, that sounds like a fun project to manage. That's a big deal. It's not, it's not going anywhere fast. But this is, did you see this tweet from SC Johnson? And Wax? I don't know what that means. Isn't that the full company, S.C. Johnson and Wax or something? And Wax? <laughs> I don't know where that popped into my head. What is that? <laughs> okay. Siri, what's S.C. Johnson and Wax? Here's what I found on the web for what's S.C. Johnson and Wax. Oh, I guess it's just S.C. Johnson, a family company. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I don't know where the Wax came into my mind. So let me tell you a little story. And son. Yeah, son, not wax. <laughs> I don't know why. It sounded right for a moment. I Back in the day, I gave myself a little presentation to the Ithic. You gave yourself a little presentation? <laughs> I, did, I did a presentation. Was this in front of a mirror? Yeah. Did it involve untying your robe? <laughs> a bottle of lotion and an old sock. All right. T-shirt. Um, Ithic. International Food Information Council, I think. Anyway, I was carted out to New Jersey... There were some flavors people. There were some... Flavors people? Yeah, like the people that come up with the natural flavors. Oh, so you were at SC Johnson headquarters. No, no, no. Maybe someone from that company was there. This was an event, a conference for those types of people. You're painting a very clear picture. And I gave this so whole far, presentation... So far, you're a cart somewhere out in New Jersey. <laughs> There's no cart. And you, you're, bringing, you're trying to do a presentation on wax? I'm doing a presentation to a room full of like... Flavor people. Flavor and fragrance and chemical people. Artificial supplementers. A lot of them. Okay. And I'm telling them natural, the it wasn't just naturals on the rise, naturals the trend. It's necessary. This is why it's going to take Ooh. over food. Why is it going to take over food? Um, you can't stop me. And then at one point in the presentation, I'm like, pink slime. How terrible is this? Mm, I am contentious. So this is a quick aside. As soon as I got off that stage, I probably told this story on the podcast before. Dedicated listeners will, will love the recurrence of it. Mm-hmm. When I got off that stage, first this, the next lady who got up says, uh, it's not pink slime. It's reconstituted pork meat or something, and 500 people have lost their jobs just this week. And I was like, oh, boy. I like that. That's part of the brush journey. Brush job killer. <laughs> I'm just there to tell you what's happening. Yeah. I'm not making it happen. That's true. Somebody from the audience way back then said, but you know, like, people don't really seem to like chemicals, but everything's chemicals, right? I'm like, yep, I get you. Somebody's figured out how to look at this tweet. A marketing campaign. Campaign? Campaign based on something Mark said. It, it's truly Mark a ting. <laughs> I, I put hashtag winning because I think this is one of the best I've seen to unpack that idea. This is a tweet from SC Johnson. You should go to the Medium page to see this in the flesh. Have we told them how to get to the Medium page? You go, you find Natch 9000 on Medium. There you go. It's also linked off of SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. That's the way you listen. 
no matter how you, there's a picture of a tomato and it says, you say tomato. Then there's this weird chemical array and it says, I say transretinal alcohol, triopee and testoval. Testoval. No matter how you say it, there are just a, these are just a few of the many chemicals in a natural, vibrant tomato. Everything is chemistry. Learn about ours and what's inside S.C. Johnson. That's well done. It is. I think that's pretty good. Well, you missed your story. Didn't get. I was trying to get a boomerang of the cat. That's okay because we're ready. Well, for... wait a minute. Is this so? Oh, is this a little an attempt? Linger, a little linger. Is, but I mean, so they're like pushing that everything's chemicals. Is this a way to? Like sneak more chemicals into food and not... Well, it is a way to save chemicals. So like artificial flavoring? You need it or else it's not going to taste like fresh bacon. <laughs> you can't just perform for the story. Well, don't hold, don't point a fucking camera at me. All right, I'll stop. I'm a performer, Mark. You it's are what a I'm, performer. It's just what I'm going to do. It's just what you're going to do. We're ready for an interlude. But I like to linger. We could linger. What about bacon? Yeah. I don't know. Are you doing your own fucking story? <laughs> Just no. Non-stop storying. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to listen to that. Uh, do you even have an interlude this week? I do. Um, hat tip to Envelope Media. Uh, he sent me... It's always a treat when you're on <laughs> Gmail and... En- envelope? <laughs> remember people... Like, remember how Gchat was a thing? Yeah. We were always communicating on Gchat. Mm. But now no one really Gchats anymore. But every once in a while, if I'm logged into Gmail, boom, someone will, someone will send me a little message. Some t- envelope does it. My brother sometimes does it. I sometimes do it to you just because I think it probably throws you off. And I like the <laughs> thought of you being I like, have, what, what, what are they doing? I have one friend that does that, but I like don't get it for like three weeks. Mm. Anyway. Well, he sent me a link to this guy, uh, Tom Corona, his Bandcamp page. Uh, he's created like kind of a mashup of old hip hop and Beatles. It's been done before this kind of, this kind of thing. Okay. But I think it's done exceedingly well here. I just kind of pulled one at random for us to listen to. It's uh Freddie Fox. That's with the uh, three X's. That's the, the song, song title. No, that's the artist. And the song is called for the children. Wait a minute. But the guy is Tom. He's the DJ. Kerrigan? He's the DJ. So who, what's Freddie Fox? Freddie Fox is the rapper, and he's rapping over some Beatles music. Oh, so the DJ found two pieces of music, did the, what do you call that again? DJing? <laughs> no, it's a... <laughs> a mashup. Mashup. <laughs> I got it. But, but here we go. So, Just soul with a nice warm boost down. Life is cold, real life ain't body and 
Barney who got life for moving with it first. Learn math and science so you can be part of the alliance. And please remember this, that I ain't afraid to be who I be. Cause who I am is something nobody can take from me. We gotta teach the children. Help my brother. Love my sister. Study each other. It's time we learn. We breathe the same. So I feel pain. When you feel pain, we gotta teach the children. Ah, yeah. Can I kick it for the shorties of the world? Yes. Can I kick it for the pretty little girls? Yes. For the juvenile minds of the world? Yes. Bumpy Knuckle. Oh, hey there. What are you doing over there? Uh, nothing. Welcome back to N9K, the podcast from the future. Um, yeah, delivering coherent, focused content on the regs whenever co-hosts can peel themselves off of Instagram. All right. And we're back. <laughs> I'm back. I thought that was going to be longer. No, man. We just have a couple more stories. I'm I feel trying like to keep it moving. We got three. Four. Oh, no, we got a few. Okay. Why don't you cue this one up? All right, you're going looks... to react to this one. Am I? Yep. All right. What? You don't like the food news anymore? That's just a lot of it. Well, get to the... Well, futurize it. This is future right here. Well, let me react. The Kraft Heinz freshmen slash fresh people. Kraft's bet on growth includes whatever. Kraft Heinz. The food giant, better known for its ketchup and Isn't Oscar... It Heinz? If you say so. Heinz? Heinz! What the fuck is Heinz? It's the German pronunciation of a German word. Heinz. Heinz. Heinz? Zwei, drei, Kraft Heinz! The food giant, better known for its ketchup and Oscar Mayer. Cold Cuts. Is announcing its first bets on the brands it hopes will be part of the future of snacking. The future of snacking! Okay, you snuck it in. Yeah, I got this right. The company told T... T TBS. CNBC that its new growth arm, Springboard, that's the incubator at Kraft Heinz, is partnering with five new food startups. Are you ready? Hit me. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Would you buy this from a Kraft Heinz? Ayoba-yo! Meat snacks. Ayoba-yo? Ayoba-yo. I think it's like maybe a... You're not... So I'm supposed to react? Latin, a Latin rub? Do I think meat snacks are the future? Yep. Uh, that's going to be a no, unless they are lab-grown meat snacks. They, I don't think they are. That would gonna, be, you could uh, just grow like not. a little little sleeve of meat. That's true. Jer the jerky market could go lab. Do you remember, um, what was my company called? My dried meat? It was like... Oh, two, Josh's tube steaks? Tube steaks. Yeah, you can make like a little tube steak, tube steak lab-grown jerky. I don't know. But I feel like if you're growing meat, you're, it's probably like a 3D printer in a sense. You could grow it into any shape you wanted. Mm -hmm. So imagine that. You could have bespoke, customized jerky. In the shape, exact shape of your very own penis. I was thinking it could be in the shape of like little breakable chain links. So you could link them together and you could just have like a chain of mm. jerky. So you just break off a link. It's probably better than my idea. Oh, break off a link. There's your organics. You got links? You got organic links? 
Break off a link break of off Josh's, a, Josh's lab-grown tube steak. Break links. off a link of lab-grown meat. Ideation. Want a link? That's that's actually a double entendre on link too, right? You got links in a chain, but you also got links like sausages, baby. Well Fuck, done, dude. All right, where's some of that Kraft Heinz money for me? Yeah, uh, I'm investing in the future over here. That's future talk. You just you just laid down some future talk. Well, I'm creating the future. You you invest. I'll create. I invest in you? No, you. I mean you, Kraft Heinz. Oh, you. Invest in, in me. Yes. In my lab-grown meat idea. <laughs> How about... We can talk it over on the links. Oh, man. See? We can talk my links. Third, let's talk about my, my links. links and sausage links. On the links. On the links. Don't get behind Trump. He cheats. You see him kicking that ball around. Cleveland Kraut. Fermented foods. Ooh, I know what you're going to say. I know you. What do you mean you know what I'm going to say? I got it. I know. I had one reaction, which was like, which, you want me to tell you? You go ahead and react. What's your reaction? My first reaction was Josh would react by going, hell yeah, fermented foods. My second reaction was that Josh would react by going, hell yeah, fermented foods. But I already got my brand. Farmhouse culture gut shots. True. Uh, I, I'm curious. I like Cleveland. Hat tip 4G. I like Cleveland as a sporting town. No, shout out 4G. I like what the Browns are doing to to try and oh, rebuild a bit. Should be interesting. Did you know that I went to... Do you know the guy? Paul De Podesta. What are you talking about? The the, the Moneyball guy. The oh, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so he did, he did the Dodgers and the... Whatever. He Red was in baseball. Sox, wasn't it? Implementing data into the system. Throughout the organization, first NFL team to do this, the Browns, they got him. I went to like elementary and middle school, I think, with that kid. Wow. We were like this. Were you? Yeah. Couple of blue bloods? Couple of blue bloods. Strategizing in the corner? I think you ended up going to Harvard. And you? I went to Williams. You went? Which is the top ranked school in the country. No, it's not. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. Look it up. What do you mean it's the top ranked school? Top. The top. And this is what they produced? <laughs> yeah. Pearls of wisdom and fucking future insight off this the couch. Supine podcaster. Hey, ranting, man. punching above his weight at times. No, I am punching. Wait a minute. No, above is good. Punching below his weight. I am not <laughs> punching below my weight. All right. Good. You like Cleveland? All right. So what no, wait. I don't like Cleveland. Thumbs up, thumbs I, down. Here's the thing. I like fermented foods. I like kraut. I just, I'm suspicious. You're drawn to Cleveland. No, I'm you're... suspicious of anyone Kraft Heinz would be interested in because I mm. would assume it would be a more kind of like a big ag yeah. style company. Well, that's so, but that I don't co- know enough about Cleveland Kraut. I'm not giving you much to go on. Farmhouse Cultures has the Greg Bagney uh, tea bag of approval. That means a lot to me. <laughs> tea bag of approval? Stamp of approval. Got it. Mushroom stamp of approval. So, but this whole suspicion of Kraft Heinz. Would apply to any of these five, really. And I granted, I'm not giving you a lot of detail to really flesh out whether or not these are good ideas. You're really not giving me shit. So number three, Hmm. Kumana, avocado-based sauces. No. Well, interesting. I don't know how much longer we got avocados, Mm. you know? Not the future. If I remember anything. We need lab-grown avocados. Fuck this lab-grown meat. Mm-hmm. With uh, Danielle Below, 
be expert, mm. be savior. So that avocados would be one of like the... That was the birth of the street bee. One of the things that uh, a lack of pollinators would uh, cause a, a drought of. No more avocados, right? I don't, and I don't see a lot of... Po- I mean, there are positive things happening on smaller scales, I think, but I... You mean mass? Are the bees being saved enough? Oh, the bees, no. To ensure an avocado future. Right. You can have a whole line of sauces. Fair point. With that as the key ingredient, that seems narrow. And why just avocado? I guess because of the omega-3. They're trying to health up condiments, I think. What's that? That's a dog. But what about my idea? Which is? I think I was able to deliver the ideation and insight here. Why are we growing lab-grown meat? What we really want is cheap lab-grown avocado. Avocado. <laughs> God damn it. Papaloo. Antioxidant lemonade. No. Papadoo? Papaloo. Papa, like a guy, like Papaloo. P-O-P-P-I-L-U. See if it was Papaloo, like, hey. <laughs> Papaloo. My grandkids convinced me to put Papaloo antioxidants lemonade. in the lemonade. Uh, Papa Lou's lemonade with antioxidants. Quercetin. What's an antioxidant? Papa Lou would. Blueberry. Uh, it's got uh, cherry skins in it. No, acai berry. Acai. No, he'd say acai. He'd See? have a handler correct him. Oh, acai. Okay. <laughs> acai berry. Papa Lou. All right. No. That's better. That's still a pass. Okay. Last one is Quavos. Egg white snacks. Egg white snacks? What in the fuck? You know what? I got all the egg I got whites the, I all, need. Yeah, RX bar, bar, baby. baby. Yeah. Got them stuck between my teeth for days. Speaking of, they got this new bar. I brought you one. Oh, I, yeah. I, I grabbed it. I believe it. I saw this featured on our Instagram, at Natch9000. Take a bite of that. Tell me what you think. That's the Scratch Labs bar. I'll, I'll set it up while you eat it. Well, I was going to say that I like their logo. Scratch Labs, a Boulder company. Alan Lim and others. Alan Lim... Got his, he, he's a, I think he's a, I don't know. He was a, nutri- a trainer and nutritionist to the U.S. pro cycling team. Hmm. I think he worked with Lance. I think he worked with Floyd. I think he worked with the big names. And what he would tell them is, let's get you on some real food. And None now. This whey protein isolate crap. Let's get you some real food. So which limb Wait a minute, is he you... dipping into uh, natural products? L-I-M. I think they Ooh. actually sell a whey protein. Hey, this is good. All that crap. But anyway, you, that, so I talked to the, to the man, very insightful, mm. very smart guy, talking about the need for social fuel over chemical fuel, our need to bond over the family dinner and talk to each other. Over a scratch bar? Well, he also cooks. Oh. You know who he's part, he wrote a cookbook with the guy, Bijou, Little Bijou's Curry Shop downtown. Bijou? B- <laughs> yes. Little Bijou? Well, I think that's the name of the... the Bijou's not little. Anyway, I had that. He sent me some bars. He sent me the cookbook. We'll have to get the cookbook on here. Look at that. Red ginger, miso. Ginger I love candy miso. ginger. A ginger miso nutrition bar. Got a little kick it's to it, right? shiitake powder. A little, a little heat? It does. How much, how much Fe- sugar am I dealing vegan, with here? gluten-free. No, 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 no. Wait, three grams. What? That's nothing. <laughs> that is nothing. How much protein? I like this. A respectable, reasonable five grams. Oh. What do you mean, eh? You don't need 20 grams of flipping say, protein. I was going to say 10. <laughs> yeah. Crap most of that anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh, three grams of fiber. 
Do you know what I love about that bar? Love? <laughs> what are you in love with? We need more savory taste profiles. Mm-hmm. That's got a little sweet, but there's a lot of savory. It's a good bar. Oh, very balanced. It's a good bar. What's that other one? There, there's two or three. That one's a... I can't... I, can you read it? Chocolate cranberry? Um, chocolate chips and almonds, says. All right. I think. I got two or three. Mm. Shout out Scratch Labs. I'm going to finish this thing right now. That's why I brought it for you. He's a, he's a fun guy to talk to. Let me see. Um, here, what were these bars? Let me get you that plate. Oh, yeah. Like, all right. You got a lot of hydration powders, recovery. Here's bars. White chocolate chips and all. Oh, no. Chocolate chips and almond. Oh, come on. Damn it. Cherries and pistachios. That was a good one. Ginger miso. Ginger miso. What a wild card. What's up, Alan Lim? All right. Let me grab you one of my bars. Hold on. What? No, but... All right. I'll just take, I'll just fill the, fill the dead air. Damn it, I ate them all. <laughs> Great. They're these good fermented bars. Ooh. Oh, I know what they are. I've fermented talked to that guy, too. Bars. Yeah. Good, some good fiber to protein ratio. Fermented fiber uh, protein in there. Now, that one has red miso, that scratch bar, but no, I see no claims of, of probiotics or fermentation. Well. I like it. Too many people are, like, whipping it out. I was like, we're fermented <sighs> probiotics, too. That's true. It's like, how many, like those, okay, I don't want to ding farmhouse cultures. Because I love their gut shots, but they make chips now. Oh yeah, that are what are they dusted with probiotics? They've got that fun. They're functionalized with the Ganadin beast. They add the probiotics in. Well, Mark, you're on it. top of the. It's made out of. All right, but does product. a pro, does a probiot thrive and survive in a powdered form as a as a dry thing? Um, so there are technologies available. I'm just going to tell naturally. you. I picture probiotics thriving in a wet environment. Oh boy! Let's see what I see them floating like, around in a liquid, like in a deep crevice. What do they do? Are they just like hibernating in, a, in powder form. How's they, it work, Mark? There are there's a class of these probiotics, spore formers. Probiotics. So they're able they're, they're able to ferment them, and then they form a protective spore around that can withstand heat. That's why you could dip the powder into the coffee, and still drink a probiotic powder in your coffee. Some people, a vocal minority, think that these spore formers aren't as healthy for your gut as the other stuff. But mm. these spore formers, like Ganadin BC30, are heavily researched. They've got a lot of science behind them, which is almost unlike some of the other crazy just whatever you got in cheese or whatever. Contentious issue. Fascinating insight, yeah, there Mark. You go. See, now I would... I think I would opt for something like a gut shot, just a more like straight from the source. I bet you would. I'm not so much into like, although I bought several bags of those probiotic chips, just to throw a bone, you know, show some support to good old farmhouse cultures when I'm shopping at Sprouts oh, Farmer's Market. And they taste good. They don't, they're not quite as like vibrant as an unhealthier chip. Mm, I gotcha. But I like them. Well, they're made out of, what are they made out of? The cabbage? The uh, weight? Shoe leather. Sauerkraut. No, they're sauerkraut chips. Yep. yep. Shoe leather. 
No, they're quite good. Kraft Heinz has also been trying to launch innovation on its own. Well, we're still on this story. It recently took to Twitter to ask if it should bring its mayo chup combination of ketchup and mayonnaise to the U.S. Is this for people who don't have bowls and whisks? <laughs> Look at the tweet. After affirmative feedback, it said it now plans a U.S. launch for the spread later this year. So look at that. They did a little picture of their mayonnaise. They did a plus sign. They did a little picture of their ketchup. They did an equals, and there's mayo chup. Now, what I would like to highlight, I might be wrong. That is just McDonald's fry sauce. It is. It's, it's, it's actually like, a, you know, I've done this. I've made mayo chup, but I'm more than capable of making it on my own. Yeah. Well, you know what is much better than mayo chup? You mix mayonnaise and a sambal chili paste. Oh, my God. It's like mayo chup with a kick. Yeah, but you're making me I'm think of... Um, Not sriracha. Sambal. Okay, you've moved on. There we That's go. That's the chili paste that has the... You can see the little pieces of seed. Yeah, totally. And you're trend setting. You're kicking up the sriracha trend to the next level. Is that the next one to go big? Welcome to the future, baby. Uh, how many likes and retweets do you see on that tweet? Because, hold on, but don't answer that yet. I want to say, after affirmative feedback, it said it now plans a U.S. launch. Well, this this has, oh, yeah, 60, 60 likes. That's enough to launch a new product line? That's what I'm wondering. 60, okay, wait. Yeah, how many millions of dollars does it cost to, like, launch a new SKU? That's what I'm getting at. So we could actually, we could uh, reverse engineer a, a, a dollar value and attach it to each like. No, I was thinking we could reverse engineer. We could like force them into other product launches just by getting your audience to, yeah. To be like, guys, we'll throw up a Reddit post and be like, we need to vote for this shit. We got a hundred listen. We got oh, we got over four hundred listens on our uh, Bane sings right said Fred karaoke post. We're thinking we need a, a skew to go with that. We That's need something on shelves, right? Oh, you know, to kind of harness the the heat. Well, I like what you're thinking. Because there's a lot of energy around that. You're monetizing our it is. creative content. I am. Maven. All right. I got two stories left. You it's want the wave them? of the future. You know. Good. Get some f- that word in the future. future in yeah. Yeah. More future. Everyone in marketing, everyone who's successful in doing the right kind of marketing will be called a maven. I just happen to be an early adopter. Whoa, Taro. <laughs> Should we just do that? Um, I could do these quickly. Or we could... Do the tarot and then do these. Let's do the tarot. Let's do it. All right. I don't have a question. Oh, you don't have a question? Nope. Should I come? Oh. Um. You have a question about market mavenry? But it has to be personal? No, you could just test my metal. We can ask the tarot if market mavenry is the future. Of marketing? Exactly. How is market mavenry different than marketing? Well, if you look up the word maven, Mark, a maven is more of a sophisticate. So I feel like the current approach to social media mar- social media marketing is just complete inundation. And if even even if you're doing micro marketing, like uh, going in, say, say we wanted to boost listens on this podcast, Mark, we would find other podcasts that have a similar audience, an audience that we like to to acquire. And we'd maybe go in on there and see who's liking their posts and start like pinging these people on the social medias in a pretty lame way. You know, it's usually like, hey, 
If you like this, check out my podcast. You can pay people to do that for we you. We need to partner with. We need. We need to get above board and partner with that brand on some sort of. Kit. That's that's Maven thinking. How about all right? So the question is it's a more sophisticated approach. Really, at the heart of it, the question is: It's really, are you a market maven? Are you a true market maven? Market maven? Marketing maven? I don't know if that's really a question. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're I'm standing right here. <laughs> Look at you. All right, I'm down. Yeah. Am I a true marketing maven? Marketing or market? I like what's a, market, a marketing. What's maven? a market maven? <laughs> I'm just really good at going to the store. <laughs> yes, I have like, good. Well, I guess I'm a market maven too because I'm, yeah, I'm I'm markets. I'm very selective when I'm shopping. I'm not just going to buy everything that's on sale or everything that's thrown in my face. All right, so you can answer as you see fit. Market maven. Some of these cards might be marketing maven. Some might be market maven. All right. I, am I giving myself a reading? Is that what <laughs> yes, you, you are. All right. Well, I've handled the cards sufficiently. I mean, I'm, I can do it, you know. But your, your, your readings are so very much. brief. Yeah, they're brief. They're, they're so terse. <laughs> you like to dive in. So let's go I past. To, I don't want to take it from you. Past, present, future. Past, the star. Ooh. Look at that. A deep peek too soon with that one. That's in the past, a, a nude female form Interesting. kneels beside a pool, mm. uh, and she's got two chalices, and it looks like she might be pulling water from the pool. Well, with one, she's dumping water into the grass, and with the other, she's dumping water back into the pool. Wait, which one? The, what are they again? I, oh, no, that's a pitcher. It's more of a pitcher than a chalice. A chalice. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, and then there's a tree in the background with a with a, a bird about to take flight. And we see one giant radiant yellow star. And then we see, what do we got here? I don't know. Seven. Surrounded by seven lesser white stars. This is the star card. And this Racist. is the past. So how does one how does one become involved in marketing? You know, one way would be to study PR and go straight that route. Or, Another way would be to get a journalism degree that you're not really interested in flexing all that much because you don't, you don't have the nose for news. You just mostly want to write and express yourself, but you don't want to like... You, like... you like journaling. You like journaling. You don't so much like calling people on the phone and browbeating them and having sources. You've, you've got reams of really bad poetry from high school. Close. I have reams of poetry from high school. Mm. Most of it I could I could bind right now and it would fly off shelves, Mark. It's ready. It's it's still in the zeitgeist. You're begging for me to do an Instagram story right now. No, I'm really not. I forgot <laughs> about so it. No, I'm trying to keep you engaged. Okay. I'm just talking with my hands. Let's do it. It actually works better when you're communicating, yeah. even with a, an audience of one plus a cat. I'm using my arms. So... So my approach to marketing, already showing signs of mavenry. I love it. He's getting in there. Sophisticated, yep. you know? Reading, Journal, journaling. Reading all the gutter writers, trying to emulate Ooh, the, 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 Bukowski. Uh, the counterculture. A little hunter. Trying too hard. A little burrows. Using a thesaurus sometimes just to throw a big word into a record review just to see what happens. <laughs> That's right. God, Usually nothing good reviews. happens. Record reviews, clothing. What? Oh, mm. geez, where did that come that from? <laughs> That's years. Bracing. I haven't heard that in years. Uh, it 
matched last week, in fact. Oh. <laughs> or whenever, last episode. It matched. Okay. Uh, yeah. Great. Present. Present. Dear Lord. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of pentacles. It's a lot of pentacles. So we see, it looks like we're in a hallway opening into a courtyard. There is an old man, white hair, yellow beard. Gandalf. Shrouded. He's got... Dumbledore. One heck of a, like an ornate blanket about his shoulders. Two dogs at his feet. One sitting. Prophet. One dog sitting, receiving uh, a pet to the head. The other dog... Standing, waiting, perhaps for a tender vittle. Biting a <laughs> tender vittle. And then, but the man's attention is focused on the dogs. And then in the background, mm. there are two younger people engaged in some sort of dramatic conversation. Mm. Beyond them, you can see, it looks like he's looking out from inside a castle almost. And, and the walls open up to the, the villa. Man's best friends. Yeah, he's got what he needs. He's got what he needs. He has loyal companions whom he trusts. In the here and now, paying attention to what's right in front of you. And he is more focused on them than what these youngsters are doing outside. All the noise. and Because that's what it is. There's a lot of noise right now in the marketing world. Hubbub. A lot of frenzied action. A lot, uh, not a lot of restraint. No. There's just a lot of ham-handed. Me, 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 me. And people just want quick results. They want to just throw money oh. in. They want to just dump money into a Facebook campaign. I'm going to buy some followers. And rack up the likes. But I have a theory that you experience diminished returns with those uh, paid campaigns. <laughs> Great theory. As fun as it is to finally tune your campaign to an audience on Facebook. Right. If you want to be a marketing guru... Or something you have to embrace, like the creepiness, creepiness of that. Like that, I want to target people that mm. that like this magazine and that like posts like that, and that mm. are interested and that spend th- between this much. And you know, like it, it gets kind of creepy. Gotcha. So you got to put some. You got to put some blinders on. You're saying do this or don't do this. You got to no. Well, I'm saying that is what's happening in the present. You're saying the world wants you to do this. The marketing culture wants you to. I'm do saying this. this guy in the Nuggets jersey is more is like this old guy. You're the old guy. In repose here, in his, he's got a very fancy blanket. Your perspective he's drawing is eyes. Beyond, broad. It's beyond the it is. tastes of the moment. He is, see, do you see that he is the more... du jour. He is more interested in the, the subdued companionship of his canines than he is with this frenzied human activity outside. Right. He's taking a pass on all that right now. Future. So, so what does the future hold for the maven? Oh. <laughs> A favorite, I believe this would be the Four of Cups. The Four of Cups. This was the future card, I believe, in the reading you gave me in episode 132. That was a killer reading. When you, we were asking if I should... I should do the reading. If I should curb my IPA consumption. It, there's so much happening. I know. Should I get it real quick? Yeah, just real quick. Okay. Hold that thought. All right, I'll hold that Hello. Thought. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Back on Patreon vibrant i put up a new photo that we're going to do a new video i think we're going to put a dollar level we're going to bring back the dollar level donation just to throw us a bone and say you support the brand because the brand is vibrant and here to stay give us a dollar a month we'll read your 
website, well, your handle, give whatever. Me a shout on out there. to your handle. Patreon.com slash Natch9000. Support the show. Go. So during, at the end of that reading, it concluded with the Four of Cups. Mm. Should Josh curb his IPA consumption? You looked at this card. I said you, depicting, could go, you could go to four. Depicting a cross-legged man. What I'm realizing now, mm-hmm. see, this is why it's good that I'm doing the reading because I'm willing to, to really spend some time digging into the visual here. We were deep into that show. Your wife had Obstinate. come home. Look at him. Arms folded. He's not looking receptive to what this cup has to offer. And there are three cups before him. So he's it's three almost. Deep. He's three deep. The fourth is coming. He's saying no. Or is he in contemplation as he sits beneath this tree on a grassy hill Looking at three cups as if trying to decide between them, and then this this like apparition off to the side is holding a fourth cup. So which cup do you choose? What does the maven decide to do? Because no doubt in the future, huh. technology. You mean what to decide to do? Go down the Facebook targeted profiling no, route? This, I'm talking about the future. Facebook is the past. Yes, it is. Quickly on its way out. Instagram's the past too, isn't it? Instagram might be the only thing saving Facebook at this point. Yeah. That's just some maven-like insight for you. But in the future, say we, we've got, well, maybe these three cups represent Facebook, Instagram, Ooh. Twitter. Yep. And what's the fourth? So here, here is the maven. Snapchat. Forced, forced to choose. Like, do I want... Peaches. Peach. Well, we, we don't have to assign an exact count, but I think these, these three cups represent... Uh, status quo social media mm. but here comes this fourth cup mark that is the future and you That's, know what what is that josh what does the maven say that fourth cup is the maven just has to wait and see i think it's a freaking mdma cheese party That's what i really think it is is if you want me to go down the ux rabbit hole mark screens nobody said anything about that <laughs> screens receding into the background in our lives right Ingestibles. it'll be more like it was before we're Embedded. just we're just watching we're watching things on tvs we don't need our computers in the hip pocket as much because what about the glass you're just embedding it ingesting it you can do the glass if you want but the phone if you've seen the movie her very prescient film prescient and precious and prescient i think all might be right yeah, but he's got the he has his phone and it's got a screen on it, but it's only to augment the experience he's having communicating via voice with his little OS. His little OS. So I mean, we're taking this back. I've made this little prognosis OS before Bijou. that podcasts are the future in that we are an audio format. We are something that you can engage with while doing other things. No, you're you're bringing creating the, the illusion hard. of multitasking. This is hard mavenry. Hard mavenry. So in the future. This type of medium, personal, connected, wow. can I just say, curated, but not as big a distraction. <sighs> hopefully, it's not distracting you from life. In fact, it's in it's giving you a richer experience, and because it's not getting in your way, it's demanding less of you. You're not having to like and share. We clearly the answered the question: Is Josh a true market maven? Clearly, I am. The cards have spoken. We'll save the rest. We'll save the rest for how to market in that environment of. And I've told you, I've revealed what the fourth cup is. It doesn't have a name yet, but it is voice recognition, audio interaction. Yeah, but how are you going to market in that world? It's, it's going to become conversation. marketing conversation. Well, you're going to know by what people choose to listen to and how they interact with the different OSs they encounter, the different forms of AI. 
you'll get a sense of what they respond to. So it actually becomes even more insidious because the, the marketing becomes their friend. Yep. It becomes a go. friend, a companion. All of this content marketing and sponsored content is just a kludgy version of what's to come. Yeah. Companies can sponsor Maybe. some sort of entity that will become your, that will befriend you and sell you shit. I got you there. I'm the you got me. Costello to your Abbott. Huh? Hardy to your Laurel. What, this is a comedy routine? <laughs> I don't know. That was insight. If Bogusky's listening, he just fell off his chair. Did he? Well, don't, I hope that didn't happen. Actually, don't fall off your chair. <laughs> Unless he's wearing a helmet. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe God he just dropped his Alex. scratch bar. Oh. See well, that? I think we got to call this show. This was a great show. Oh, you don't... Forget these stories. We'll save yeah. them. You're Hawaii, right. Hawaii banned sunscreen. Mind blower. Definitely. We'll and, get to it next And the next hippos time. poop so much that it kills all the fish. Uh, that's about all I can handle of that one. <laughs> <laughs>